Hi, welcome to the Moro Asha podcast. Uh, on this episode, we've got Rohan and Shashank uh, from uh, TalkBlock. They are the tie experts at this point of time, uh, the best guys uh, who know what they're talking about and know what they're selling. Uh, we've got a lot of questions on tires, you know, a lot of myths that need to be quashed as well. So what better than getting the right guys on this podcast? So welcome, guys. Thank you, Abhi. Thank you, thank you, Abhi. So I think I'm going to just start off with uh, one of uh, a very common question. Uh, how does one go about choosing the right tire replacement for their bike or for that matter for a, pur- for a purpose? Yeah, yeah. So first of all, thanks, uh, thanks a lot for, you know, uh, taking the time to invite us, right? Uh, I'm here with Shashang, my teammate, uh, you know, he handles sales and uh, he takes care of all uh, multiple operations as well. So coming back to your question, you know, uh, choosing the right tires is always, uh, I mean, it's pretty much easy, right? Uh, it pretty, pretty much goes on to uh, like figuring out what kind of riding do you actually do. Uh, that's the first question what we ask uh, anybody who actually like, uh, you know, is in some sort of a confusion, right? Uh, if they're planning on long rides, if they have an upcoming trip or if they're just like, you know, uh, normal commuting, uh, I mean, use use your vehicle for what purpose? So basically, depending on that, right, uh, you give the right solutions, uh, right? Uh, somebody wants to go on, uh, on a longer trip, you know, somebody wants to use their vehicle just for normal commute. So it depends, right? Uh, so that's the uh, whole point, like how you actually figure out what kind of tires you need uh, basically, it depends upon your riding style. Um, what do you want to actually do? Uh, I mean, like, the end uh, point is, like, what kind of, uh, w- what is your intention behind changing new tires, right? Yeah. So, that's the thing, Avir. Yeah. So, uh, tell me different types of tires. I mean, I know uh, a lot of people still have a debate on, you know, what is it? Uh, what type? Should I go for a bias fly tire or radial tire? Is there a is there a big difference? And do you still get both these types of tires in the market? Uh, of course, we do a beer, right? Uh, I mean, uh, we do have a mix of bias and radial. Uh, each one has its own properties, I would say, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, say for uh, for example, uh, a vehicle like a Royal Enfield Bullet, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it needs uh, bias play tires, right? Uh, say for example, uh, an RRT10 or an R15. Right, it needs a radial tire. Basically, you know, uh, bias fly tires and radial tires are more of like they're differentiated uh, um, in like how the tires are actually made. The construction of the tires are actually different, right? So <clears throat> the manufacturers uh, themselves actually pre-install these tires, right? So it is pretty much easy. Um, uh, bias fly tires means like, you know, the sidewalls are thicker, right? I mean, they can actually withstand uh, uh, a lot more weight uh, than a radial tire. Whereas a radial tire, you know, the construction is different. It is not like just basically meant for weight, but uh, more of, you know, like the cornering speed and the grips overall. So that way, yeah, a bit. Yeah. Okay. Um, one other, one of the questions that I get asked <laughs> personally is, uh, is before they ch- before you change uh, the place, you know your OEM tire that it's come with. Uh, is there a 
is there something that you need to look at? Like, you know, there's a speed rating, load rating, and does it need to really be matched? Uh, so does that really come in? Is it, is it really important? So uh, the preload and also the the speed rating is a really very mandatory rating, especially for the super bikes, right? 600 plus CC categories, uh, they are really very important aspects in order to change the tire, and uh, they are really very important. Is what I would like to say. Okay, but you have to definitely match what it's what your stock tires came with. That's what you're trying to say, right? At this point in time. Yes, exactly. Like nothing would be below than the speed rating, but then, uh, like when it comes to the, uh, when it comes to superbike sizes, like, you know, like, like, let's say 180, 55 or 190, right, you know, they all have to be like, you know, uh, being a, being an owner of that particular motorcycle, you need to actually look into that aspect is what I'm trying to say, like precisely. Okay. So, uh, I mean, one of the, one of the conversations that also happens is, if if your stock speed rating was say you know 190 200 kilometers per hour okay uh if you get a speed rating that is lower than that but your conditions do not you know uh do not need you to be at those speeds or you cannot go at those speeds do you still need to go to those speeds or would you say that okay is it basically what i'm trying to say is is it as for what my what i'm going to be doing with that tire and at what speed am i going to ride is that does that uh, apply to tires? <laughs> uh, see, uh, like doing higher speeds, it, uh, it, it uh, basically, you know, depends on every individual, right? But then it, uh, it, it's actually better to have a higher speed ratings always uh, than what your motorcycle is uh, always specified about, correct? They're very much particular about the speed rating and everything like that because uh, even the motorcycle plays a very important role into that because the the balancing and the weight, everything, everything, you know, comes into the uh, picture. That is the, that is the reason, you know, we have to always uh, suggest, uh, we, we, we are actually suggest, uh, you know, like, you know, the higher speed ratings. So that's the main aspect of it. Irrespective of you want to choose it or not, you'll have to also think about your motorcycle, what it's capable of and what it can do. And according to that, and also according to that, you've got to choose your motorcycle type, right? That's how it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Again, with sizes, is it, how much of a difference does it make to somebody if they ask you, hey, I want to upsize the, I want to upsize the width of my tire or I want to reduce the width. Do you guys, I mean, is there a is there a formula to it, or is it just the tried and tested uh, method? Yeah, definitely there is always a room. Uh, like you know, so for very common questions that we you know like top block what faces in a day to day basis that you know, uh, especially for this regular uh, 300 cc category segments like for example 390 Dukes, RC 390s, Dominus, right? Uh, usually, uh, you know, excels they would want to widen their uh, rear tire, like they would. Uh, uh, ask for uh, 160. So see, what we recommend, uh, being a tire, tire expert, uh, that you know that you know 10 mm or maybe you know that should be good. But wider, wider than that would be a uh, you know that would be a problematic uh, scenario. Uh, so that is why we do not really suggest anybody that. But uh, widening up to 10 mm, that is really very great. I mean, you know, that is something which we can manage and that will be good for motorcycle as well. Yeah. So you don't say that. I mean, there's a negative effect of uh sometimes upsizing it more than 10 mm but what are the what are some of the effects that can go no, like the, the motorcycle or your car actually works best on oe tires okay oe sizes right so 
apart from like the conditions like say suppose you are going to take your bike to the track right mm. uh you have had uh, we have had people uh, you know like who gain uh, multiple uh, uh, i mean in terms of timing right uh, in terms of the contact path area like if they downsize the tire right mm. uh, they have made better gains right uh, so i mean we always recommend sticking to the oe size right um uh bigger tire or uh, i mean nobody asks for a thinner tire but like bigger tire it is mainly or for aesthetics right uh-huh. um there's no performance gain or something like we haven't have had any one come to us and tell that okay like i installed a bigger tire than my oe size and my performance improved yeah right um it is more of uh, the way how they want the bike to look like right got it um, other than that it has actually uh, you know um, i mean uh, like it has cons rather than pros i would say right like over time it actually uh, impact the impact the shaft impact the internals of the vehicle which is really negligible right uh, but over the period of time it might have a small difference right because it's um, you know the weight of the tire is different uh uh so everything you know like the crank the, the capacity actually changes the mileage might take a hit right so all those things actually can happen but if you want the aesthetics you know like you got to compromise on these things as well and uh, you know we try and educate the customers as much as possible okay yeah and uh, most of the people whoever actually come to us you know is is basically to make the bike look cooler i would say you yeah. know we have had several interceptors you know like the gt owners who always like to upsize right yeah so that way yeah so okay so i've got i think i've got most of the part covered as to how do you choose your tire what kind of tire should i be putting um how how do i know that uh this is the life that's left on my tire and what is an average life of uh tires generally uh i mean there's no such as like like you cannot actually like uh, define an exact figure it again comes down to the riding style okay. right and uh, how well you actually maintain your bike right mm-hmm. uh, how well you can actually brake um, how you know like uh, how how often you check your uh, pressure all those things actually come into the picture right mm-hmm. uh, basically i mean there's there is an average for every tire right i mean um, there is an average figure what we give but it is not the same uh, it depends upon, upon like the rider uh, uh, right so we give a ballpark figure i mean name a bike i can tell you right yeah well i'll give you an example of mine only <laughs> so i could burn my rear tire in 4000 and 5000 kilometers sometimes uh, sometimes i've used I've gone up to eight and nine thousand kilometers on my rear tire just because I didn't accelerate too hard during that. Uh, you know that use I didn't. I, I was pretty much uh, sober when I was riding it nicely. <laughs> so right. I uh, mean, which tire are you talking about? So I've had the Mezzella Tourances on my bike, on right. the Tiger. Yeah. So I mean, they they've lasted. I mean, generally they last eight to ten on the rear, and then the the front every time lasts me way longer. so i don't know if that's a very general uh, statement to make 
No, see, like we have had people who the tourants where the tires have come more than fifteen thousand kilometers. Some customers have come back to us like within like six thousand kilometers, four thousand kilometers, right? Uh, a lot of factors actually come into the picture, uh, right? Your braking is super important. I mean, if you're just using the rear brake for everything, I mean, the tire is actually going to wear out even more faster, mm. uh, right? Yeah. Um, if you don't maintain the proper pressure, the tire is going to wear out faster. If the wheels are not balanced, the tire is going to wear out faster, right? So there are multiple factors, right? So on a Touran, say an average kilometer would be something around twelve thousand, right? Ten to twelve thousand. So anything less than that, that means like you're taking the bike too hard, uh, right? Anything more than that, like you know, it's it's actually good. Right, that that shows that you know, like you are actually doing a pretty good job maintaining your tires. Yeah. Yeah. And how does somebody? Uh, I mean, how does a layman come to know that my tire is gone? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, uh, so, like, uh, when it comes to like three nineties and Dominos, right? Like, usually, what happens is you can see the center part and that, uh, and also the the the, the side walls. That is the uh, what do you call that? It, the edges of the tire, right? That is left hand side and the right hand side. Usually you will see these grooves uh, losing their depth. Usually you have this depth, right? The threads, basically, I'm talking about. Yeah. They have this depth, correct? So how you recognize that your actually your tire is worn out? That is, you know, uh, they wouldn't look worn out, but then you will be able to figure it out once you put in your forefinger into the groove, and you'll be able to measure how deep is it. So the construction wall is there outside the thread basically is what uh, gives you the grip and uh, each and everything. So that's what it is. Yeah. Is there a tire wear indicator? Is there anything that uh, visible on a tire that is seen that you can? Uh, yeah. So the tire indicators are basically you know like uh, you can actually that is really very evident, very much clearly evident if you if you've come across a, a, a motocross tire. Like the knobby tire, I would like to say, you know, they would be marking as well. Like you know, there would be a limiter. Mm. So that is where you know uh, you will be able to figure out where uh, you know what's what's the maximum capacity of the tire and what's the maximum life of the tire would be. So motocross tires would be a really very great example if you can look into it, and uh, they'll have an indicators on the back. Usually, all the tires do have. It's not like they don't have, but uh, certain brands do uh, mention them, and certain brands not do. So that's how it is. Yeah. So I've got a uh, I've got a mixed question, and uh, this is something that I was watching uh, a video on how 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 long can you store tires? Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. is what is your view on how long can you actually store tires, and how long can I mean how old can the tires be before you should not be using those tires? Got it. All right. Uh, this is this is something a very uh, very genuine and uh, common question what we actually come across on a day to day basis, right? So uh, usually what manufacturers claim uh, about the shelf life, basically this is called as a shelf life, the storage of the tire, right? Uh, what what manufacturers do is that you know they manufacture the tire and uh, they uh, have a uh, minimum uh, time frame of like let's say like three to four months or like six months. Right, so that is the shelf life what they store, and then then is when after that only uh, you know the the, the tires have been uh, uh, out to the market. 
so after which uh, i would say if if they are being stored properly like when i say uh, they are being stored properly which means uh, you will have to wrap up them with a uh, polyethylene expandable cover like you know properly and and under the you know room normal room temperature if you if you store them very well right you know they can actually last up to like you know 3 to 4 years but we usually really do not uh, recommend that and it's all it's not really good also because uh, in a longer run what happens is there are chances you know as soon as the tire gets exposed to the atmosphere there would be some sort of a crack which would be visible and that would not really satisfy a customer or a motorcyclist yeah. so that's all yeah great so i've got i think one last question for you before you guys can probably open up and tell me if there's something that i've missed out uh why do we see cracks on tires very general <laughs> very generic <laughs> what's that Why do we see cracks on tires? Why does the rubber crack? Crack. I mean, like cracks is a property not of tire. It's a property of rubber, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, any rubber, you know, rubber material, right? Like, um, I mean, like uh, it ages, right? Um, everything has an expiry date, right? Like you can't like just like even if you actually take a new bike, right? Uh, just keep it over there, like you don't ride it at all. Right, the, you'll see tire cracks develop after say about like five to six years, seven years, and stuff like that. That's a property of rubber. Mm-hmm. Um, that's nothing you know. You can't like you can actually retain that. I mean, like um, uh, like not like it's not preventable, right? It is going to happen one or the other day, right? But again, right, uh, a lot of things actually come into the picture, right? Michelin tires actually are uh, pretty good. uh in terms of uh, their overall shelf life right uh, you know they have um, an aging of say about 3 years you know like where the tires are still actually fresh as they were newly manufactured um right so it depends upon manufacturer to manufacturer um cracks on rubber is is called aging right uh, so the rubber actually ages with time so nothing to actually worry about you just need to actually change it yeah Okay. Is there something that I've missed out on? <laughs> um, I think you have hit down on all uh, good points, you know. Like, but uh, I'll just tell you one uh, important thing, right? Um, you know, which people are actually, uh, you know, this is something what uh, I would like to let people know, right? Uh, see, the Indian government actually came across uh, a restriction on the import of tires. uh which is which was about 2 years back that's exactly when we actually started our business in the month of june uh, 2019 right so we are also about 2 years old and uh, there has actually been um uh, tremendous shortage of tires especially in the in the you know in the premium uh, tire sizes both with respect to cars and motorcycles right we have had a lot of customers uh, you know uh who have cancelled their rides you know were not able to actually go on time because uh, there is actually no tires right mm-hmm. um we do keep in touch with the manufacturers almost on a daily basis and uh, they are saying the uh, the restriction might open up so what has happened is like say suppose um, there are 100 bikes there are there's only like 40 tires which are going to come in right Uh, it is actually uh, to promote indian manufacturers to make uh, to start making tires in the sense in that sense right uh, that's the reason why uh, 
companies like Apollo took up uh, the I have come up with the redesign range of uh, tires both for cars and motorcycles, right? Uh-huh. Which has been um, uh, you know uh, like which has been a really po- which has been really popular, I would say, right? Like uh, in the last I mean, uh, three to four months. It is a good tire, though. I mean, I've I've seen yeah, yeah. they're good tires. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's what that's the basic thing, right? Um, so people are actually still, you know, like the prices are actually really on the higher side due to all this inflation and you know lack of availability, lack of availability in the international market and all that, right? Um, so my, there might be, you know, uh, the future, like how it goes in the next one year, um, there are chances where the government can actually open up this, right, and make the import free again, right, uh, uh, although like very less chances, right, uh, uh, if not, you know, there are companies uh, like Apollo taking newer initiatives to introduce more sizes, right, and even then, you know, like there is some amount of tires which are actually going to come in all the time. And uh, that's the problem we as a company also uh, think are trying to solve that uh, to make the, to bring down the cost as much as possible, right? Uh, so for the riders basically, right? So this is something really important which is actually going on now in the tire industry, I would say. Yeah. So you're saying definitely things are going to change sometime soon. But yes, I mean, I think that it's affected and impacted almost everybody. Uh, for that matter, I mean, even I would think the same way, which is, hey, I need to stop uh, munching miles because, you know, the cost of tires have gone up. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, let's let's hope for the best and let's hope, uh, yeah, things change. So. It's all part and parcel of the game, you know, like there is supply chain uh, problems in almost every industry. It's not like, uh, you know, in the tire industry only, right? Uh, you know, like even the car manufacturers, right? Like they have a waiting period of six to six months to 12, uh, one year, right? So forget tires, right? I mean, uh, so this is how it is. But as a company, we stand responsible to actually solve this issue and, uh, you know, uh, uh, make sure that uh, people get what they want at the right price. That is what we are also working very hard almost every day, right? So yeah. hopefully you'll see good things coming up. Yeah. Great. That's uh, good news and uh, uh, good news to end this podcast also. But yeah, thanks guys. I think uh, uh, you were brilliant as in you know everything on ground and we're glad to have you on this podcast. Yeah, thanks, man. I am here, Abir. Uh, yeah, really appreciate it, Abir. And uh, this is something which we would like to, you know, uh, showcase it to uh, our audience as well, correct? And uh, we would want to educate people. That's our main motto. Like, we would want to educate people and we would want to let people know what's really happening and what's going on. So that's what we are up to. Great. Cool. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I want to hear your stories your motorcycle experiences what you've been doing and how motorcycles have made your life better so if you have something to say dm us on instagram uh, and i'll be more than happy to get you on this podcast